0: Welcome to the Modern Direct Seller Podcast, where we talk about strategy, training, and systems to help you reach big goals and find success in direct sales. I'm your host, Becky Launder, a San Diego mama, marketing junkie, and sales strategist that has built several six-figure businesses and is on a mission to share the new modern ways to rock your biz. If you're a go-getter, direct seller, and looking for actionable strategies, you are in the right place. This is for you. Hey, hey, everyone. Becky Lander here. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so thrilled that you're here with us today. This is a solo episode, so you're just hearing from me today as we talk about my five all-time favorite fall selling strategies. So if you are a direct seller that is excited and looking forward to what is to come here in the fall season, rolling straight into Q4, this is the episode for you. Before we begin, I have to remind you that our Modern Direct Seller Challenge begins next week. Oh my gosh, I am so excited about this. We kick everything off on September 12th. It's a five day challenge. We have prizes every day. It's a free training. We also have an all access pass that you can upgrade to to get some extras and bonuses. We're even doing daily group coaching. (laughs) I might be a little bit crazy that we threw that one in, but we are so, so excited for our upcoming challenge. Last year, we had over 1,500 people participate in the challenge, and we're expecting a good turnout again this fall. So if you if you want to learn more, head over to modern direct slash challenge and check it all out. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive right in and have a little bit of a chat around five strategies that you can implement in your business this fall. Now, before we dive too far in, I wanna give you a quick reminder. I spend a lot of time talking about the difference between active selling and passive selling. So if you've been around lately, You have heard me talk about active selling is really those strategies, those activities where you're asking for a sale. Now, that could be in person. It could be an in-person vendor event, an in-home party, a pop-up event. It could be a personal shopping appointment. Really, the list goes on and on. But it could also be a simple follow up message that says, Hey, I'm placing an order on Friday. Do you want me to add that item that you've had an eye on? Or checking in. It's been a little while since you placed an order. We have a great promotion going on. Can I share a little bit more with you about that? So it could be as simple as just an act of following up. But the idea here is that you're taking action and you're doing doing this typically in a one-to-one way. So even though it's super easy to make that post on social media to the whole wide world, we really wanna have those conversations one-to-one so you can truly serve your leads, your customers in a big way. So passive selling is, yeah, kind of the opposite of that, right? Where you make a post on social or you leave a comment on somebody's photo or you're just kind of networking or maybe you're you know, wearing some branded gear and showing up, but not really actually talking about your business or asking for those sales. So active selling is a great thing to make a daily habit. And I know that not every active selling strategy can be big, right? We have these mega strategies in our business where we're doing parties or we're doing events and we're getting in front of a lot of people at once. This could be kind of those micro strategies where you're simply having a conversation with a potential customer and asking for that sale. Those are the kinds of things you can do on a daily basis. So as we talk about our strategies for fall season, I have so many on my list, but I narrowed it down to my top five strategies that you want to work into the mix this fall. The first strategy is pop-up parties. Now, whether you're part of a party plan company in its traditional way, or just a drug sales company where you run events or parties to share more about your business, you can make this happen. So a pop-up party is going to be in person. I know, I know. After a couple years of doing almost everything exclusively virtual, I am suggesting you get back out there in real life. And this is the There's a lot of data out there that really shows the difference between in home or in person events versus an online event. When people get to experience your product, whatever that might look like for your brand, they are more likely to make a purchase. When you're online, they don't quite get the same effect. They're not necessarily touching it or tasting it or smelling it. So, especially if you have a product that does better in person, You definitely want to mix some pop up parties into the mix. And here's the thing people are ready to get out there. They want to connect with you, they want to hang out with their friends, they want to get out of the house. The idea of online parties is still very much a thing, and we're going to talk about that here in a minute. But I do think that there's just this great opportunity to get in front of people and really connect. Those relationships that you build in person grow so much faster then online relationships. That's just the reality. So as you're thinking about planning out your calendar for the fall, make sure you have some pop-up parties on your calendar. You could host it yourself and having people over to your home or your community center or a store or a market in your area, or you could also partner up with a hostess and allow them to open up their friend circle to you. That's the beauty of doing parties is that when you have a hostess, they're able to unlock Lock an entire network of people just for you. So pop-up parties is a great strategy to work into your plan for Q4. The next one is shifting gears a little bit. Let's talk about those Online parties. So, online parties, yes, definitely still a thing. Have they gotten a little bit different? Sure, they look different these days. Our traditional Facebook party maybe has changed a little bit. And I think no matter what platform you're using, whether that is Facebook or Squee or Zoom or anything else to be running your online parties, the biggest takeaway that I want you to have from this episode is to make sure that you're having some. Some kind of sideline conversation with every single one of your guests. And I prefer text for that conversation, but if you're already connected on Facebook and you're getting through in those message requests, go ahead, keep it on Facebook. But I love the idea of you having their contact information and really striking up a conversation via text. Back in an earlier episode, I spent some time talking to Julie Godshall with SparkHub, and she shared some really great strategies. One of the things that she said that stood out to me from that episode is that when you begin having these conversations earlier in the process, right, so if you're having a party and you start building those relationships From the time somebody RSVPs yes to going to the party, you are going to build a better relationship with them. You don't have to wait until the actual party to get to know them. Go ahead and start texting them and connecting with them before the party even begins. So online parties still make the cut. They're still on the list. Just make sure that you have a mode of direct communication with every guest that RSVPs yes to your party. Number three. Let's talk about drop-in shops. Now, I love this strategy because if you have guests that aren't going to show up for a party, we all know who they are. They're the ones that are so, so busy or maybe a little antisocial. You can literally bring the party to them. And this works exceptionally well for your local customers. So think about your neighbors, people you know through your school, through your church, people that are in your area, right? So the idea with a drop-in shop is that you're going to bundle up a bunch of products drop it at their doorstep, let them spend some time with your products. It could be 24 hours, 48 hours. Let them play around with whatever you have dropped off for them of course, leave a catalog, leave an order form, and then come back and pick it up a couple days later. So the idea here is if you have inventory, you can leave that inventory with them and just pick up whatever they don't want to keep. Or if you have samples, you could bring a selection of samples, whether they're full-size samples or if they are smaller samples, so they can kind of play around with things, they can test things out, they can really get their hands on your products and experience them. Another great strategy here is that if they have friends in the area or people coming by their house, they can definitely share those products that you've dropped off with them. I have to say that the first time I experienced a drop-in shop was when I agreed to host a beauty counter party, and this is years ago. And my rep dropped off this amazing tote of a ton of product. And you know, especially something like that, you want to put it on your face, you want to put it on your hands, you really want to try it out. And I just thought it was so cool and so generous of her to drop it off a couple days in advance of the in-home party that I was having to give me and my family some time to kind of play around with it. But it also allowed me to create my wish list. So that might be another spin on it where you could kind of couple up that first strategy around pop-up parties and this drop in shop concept so people can play around with their product a little bit before the party actually happens. And the cool thing about a drop in shop is that when people see, that you're truly going out of your way to allow them to experience the products that you're repping, they are going to be so appreciative. I would be surprised if they did not go ahead and place an order and love the products even more because they actually got to put their hands on them. So make sure that you're planning a drop and shop in your strategies for Q4. All right. The fourth one I want to chit chat a little bit about are seasonal promotions. Now, you may or may not have already seen seasonal promotions coming out from your corporate office. I know that many companies have already dropped Halloween and maybe even some into Thanksgiving or into Christmas. And as your holiday promotions roll out, make sure you're talking those up to your customers. We don't think about it this way very often, but this is a great way for you to provide value and really lead people through an experience with your products. So a great example of this is Halloween. I was just chatting with a Matilda Jane rep, and they were saying that their Halloween collection had just released. And here I am, you know, at the end of August having this conversation about Halloween product and just thinking, um, I can't even wrap my head around Halloween. <laughs> I'm barely getting my kids back to school. But what happened in that conversation is it made me think, oh, I got to start thinking about Halloween costumes for my kids, right? So as you have products rolling out, whatever that might look like for your brand, maybe you have some amazing recipes that people might want to be cooking for the holidays. Start getting them thinking about those things earlier rather than later. You might have some products that make great gifts. And we know that there's some people out there that have already started their holiday shopping. I'll admit it. It's not me. (laughs) But think about how you can lead your customers through that experience as they're thinking about, okay, coming up, we have this holiday or we have that holiday. And so they are getting the value of you helping them check something off their list or get a little bit further ahead. And you're also making sure that that product is showing up in front of them. All right, the fifth strategy that we're going to cover today is around a referral program. And I know we've had episodes all about referral programs, but here's what I want you to think about as we're approaching Q4. You know that you have a couple of customers that are your super fans, right? They're the ones that are shopping with you on the regular. They're your advocates for you. They're recommending you to people. They're raving about the products that they're purchasing from you. They might even be posting about them on Social media or giving you a testimonial without you even asking for it. So, I want to challenge you to create a special referral program for those customers. I think oftentimes we feel like if we're going to do something like a referral program, we have to create this big, grand plan. And I want to challenge you on that a little bit. You can offer a referral program on a one to one level. So, if you have a customer that you know, She's there for the deal. And we all have those discount customers that's like, when am I going to get the next deal? Or I'm going to win that prize in my VIP group because I really want to win the next thing, right? So those kind of people you could offer a discount or a promo to. You have other people that maybe just want to get their hands on an exclusive item. Or those people that they just really appreciate what you do and they're there to offer referrals to you. So maybe you drop a little thank you gift in the mail. Your referral program does not have to be standardized across the board. It doesn't need to be something that you post about in your group that everyone knows about. It can be designed just for those super fans, and you could be sharing that with them in a one-to-one conversation. So think a little bit about who those people are and who they might refer to you, and reach out to them and let them know, hey, I'm putting together this referral program over the next couple of months as we're approaching the holiday season. I thought you might be interested in it. When you refer me a new customer and they place their first order, I am going to send you this amazing gift in the mail or whatever it might be, right? So open up those conversations with those potential referral partners and also let them know how to make that introduction. I think sometimes... We want to give referrals, but we don't quite know, do we send an email or is it over text or do we just add somebody to a group? So make sure you're really clear about how they could make that introduction and how much you would appreciate it. Uh, You know, there's certain industries that are really, really good at this, like real estate agents are really good at this. There's lots of people out there that ask for referrals on the regular, and you can be one of those people too. Simply think about your top five customers Offer them a special incentive for a referral, tell them how they can make that introduction to the person they're referring to you, and let the magic happen. People want to be generous throughout the holiday season, and this is one way that they're able to really support your small business. So don't be shy about asking for those referrals. Woo! That was a lot, my friends. I am so excited to have covered all of this with you here today on the podcast. So just a quick review for my note takers out there. Number one, pop-up parties. Number two, online parties with a text conversation chat happening on the side. Drop-in shops was number three. Seasonal promotions was number four. And a referral program is number five. With that said, I am so excited for the Q4, for the holiday season that's upon us. I know you're going to be rocking it in your business, and I hope that you will join us over in our Modern Drexeller Challenge starting on Monday. It is going to be such a great week. I hope you will meet me there. Until next time, let's make it a great day. Take care. This episode is sponsored by the Modern Direct Seller Challenge. Now, the pre party has already begun. We are so excited for the fall challenge that gets started on September 12th. Now, this year's challenge is all around sales strategies to really build big this fall. We're going to talk about new ways to connect and grow your network to acquire new customers. We're bringing back the prizes. We also have a brand new and improved workbook that is going to be your playbook that you put together for the fall selling season. In addition to that, we are bringing back our all-access pass. The all-access pass includes unlimited replays to every session and five bonus office hours where you can pop in and get just-in-time coaching from me during the week of the challenge. It's just $9, and you can get signed up for the challenge and purchase the all-access pass over at com slash challenge. I can't wait to see you there. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Modern Direct Seller podcast. For more sales tips, strategy, and systems for your direct sales business, visit your one-stop shop, moderndirectseller.com. Until next time, get out there and go rock your biz.